This episode is a compilation of different teachings that I have given at our Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summits. And you'll learn a ton here on all sorts of topics, including how to break through and be the woman who actually makes her income goal at that next, next level. I work with high achievers who are going for more and yet they have found that they are blocked in some way. This is how you break through. So please listen in and learn. We have some great inspirational stories in this podcast as well. And if you're interested in being part of the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, we have one coming up in November, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. And please join us there. We're doing it virtually. And you can find out more information about how to register at joinamiralive.com. That's joinamiralive.com. And with that, let's get started with the episode. Because your subconscious is not going to find an excuse that you won't agree with. It's going to find an excuse that you will agree with. So it's going to seem reasonable and rational to you. So let's talk about the manifestation matrix. This is a way of looking at manifestation. Manifestation is a a great word. It means creation. How you take something from non-form to form. How do you make something manifest? How do you create something? And it's a matrix. Um, I'm going to take you through it step by step. Starts with desire, then goes to denial, decide, expectation, being open, acting, choosing, staying unstoppable but it's a matrix. It doesn't necessarily happen in that um, particular order. Sometimes it does, it often does, but it's a matrix. You can jump from desire to choice to action to denial. You can be all over the freaking place, okay? And some of these places are more, more better than others. So let's get started with this, okay? So how do you claim and actualize your juiciest goals? This is what manifestation is all about. Desire is the first step. You have to claim your desires. Desire is causative. What do you want? If you don't claim your big juicy desires, you won't get them. You won't. You will not get what you don't claim. You must make a demand on the universe. You might, you must make a demand on yourself. You must say, I am doing this. This is what I want. Okay. So we can look at this in terms of income. How much money do you want to make? Do you really want to make? Not what you think is reasonable, what you, not what you think you could do, okay? But what do you really want? You overcome fear, fear of failure by having a goal worth failing for. I want you guys to all write that down. You overcome the fear of failure by having a goal worth failing for. There are always going to be challenges. If you are going to succeed in business and life, you must stay persistent. You must stay persistent. And in order to have the motivation to stay persistent, you have to have a goal worth falling on your fucking face for, okay? If you don't have a strong enough goal, a burning desire, you won't do the work. You won't be motivated. You you must really want something. Now, I didn't know that 
consciously when I started, but I did want something. And I kept going to that next thing and that next thing and that next thing until I could claim my big goal. Okay. So if you're, if you're like, well, I don't have a goal worth failing for. I don't know what that is. Start with the thing that's right in front of you. Choose that. Okay. But, but eventually you'll get to a place where you're like, I'm all in. I'm all in. I really want this. Alice asked the Cheshire cat who was sitting in a tree, what road do I take? The cat asked, where do you want to go? I don't know, Alice answered. Then said the cat, it really doesn't matter, does it? So the person who was asking, what should I do in your business? This is why I said, where do you want to go? What's your big juicy desire? That is causative. That's going to help you figure out which road to take. But you have to start with where you want to go with your end in mind. I wanted to have it all. I wanted to have a lit up life. That was actually my end goal. Okay. And the first step for, for me was figuring out my income breakthrough, how to do that. Okay. Desire is being clear and placing an order with the universe. Wishy-washy, like changing your mind doesn't work, guys. I'm just going to tell you, doesn't work. So sometimes you have to still act even though you're uncertain, okay? But once you feel that feeling and you're like, I really want that, don't go into denial. Own it. Be clear and place an order with the universe. Desire will put you in touch with the inner world of causes and connect you by invisible means with the substance of the thing desired. Then continuous expectation is necessary to bring it into a reality in your life. So this connects the expectation piece of the manifestation matrix. Desire is one side, expectation is the, same, the other side. If you just want something, but you don't think it's gonna happen, right? I really wanna make a million dollars, but that's not gonna happen. I really want to make 10 grand this month, but that's not going to happen. I really want to like run a marathon, but that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You must expect that it happens as well. You need to want something and to expect it because the expectation keeps it alive. Okay. It keeps it connected. If you keep changing what you want, it's going to be a problem. This is a big problem. You guys. If you say, I'm going to do this, and then you say, I'm going to do this, and then you say, I'm going to do this, you're not going to get very far. You're going to go zigzagging all over the place. Choose what you want and build out your self-image clearly for the person who receives that. And place your order. Make a demand on the universe. We have to claim our desire, and it might be a simple first-level desire, or it might be that big audacious goal. Okay, but you have to own what you really want. You have to ask yourself, what do you really want? Desire is not about limiting yourself. It's about really claiming what you want. And this is why full self-expression is so important. And it's not one and done. It's iterative. You keep moving up the spiral. Okay. You can do this with goals of all sizes and in all areas of your life. But what usually happens, anyone have this experience of like, I asked you how much you want to make and you claimed a desire and then you instantly said, oh, no, no, that's too big or I can't do that or I need to make it a, this or is this a better number? Maybe this is a better number. Should I do this? Did anyone have that experience? 
So this is part of the denial phase, okay? I can't ask for that instantaneously, that's wrong, okay? So I wanna take you through this. We're gonna go through it fairly quickly, but this is from Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill's book. And this is 57 famous alibis. These are the things you tell yourself in this denial phase. And there's probably more than 57, but let's start here, right? So this is from my book. You're seeing all my little writings, okay? I take notes in the books. People who do not succeed have one distinguishing trait in common. They know all the reasons for failure and have what they believe to be an airtight alibi to explain away their own lack of achievement. Some of these alibis are clever and a few of them are justifiable by the facts, but alibis cannot be used for money. Boom, mic drop, right? Alibis cannot be used for money. The world wants to know only one thing, have you achieved success? And so do you. You wanna know that. This is about you feeling worthy, okay? And you know what you want, are you gonna go out and get it or are you gonna make an excuse? Obviously, I have a very, very, very strong stance here, okay? I don't accept any excuses. They're all lies. If I didn't have a wife and family, okay, for, uh, for you, it might be wife and family, it might be a husband and family, okay? If I had enough pull, if I had money, right? That is an excuse. I would do it if I had the money. That's a total excuse, total alibi. You create the money, you go figure it out. If you had enough urgency, if you really wanted it, you would figure out where the money would come from. You don't want it badly enough. You have to want it. If, if I had a good education, so many millionaires, billionaires never graduated from high school, not an excuse. If I could get a job, if I had good health, if I only had time, everyone has the same amount of time. If times were better, right? The economy sucks, we're in a pandemic. My clients have done better this year than any other year, okay? If other people understood me, total victim, it's their fault, they, they don't understand me, they don't get me. If conditions around me were only different, if I could live my life over again, if I did not fear what they would say, that's fear of judgment, right? If, I given, if I'd been given a chance, you create your own chances. If other people didn't have it in for me, right? If you work in an office environment where there's politics, right? Or infighting, maybe it's your family, okay? Uh, if I now had a chance, if I had been given a chance, oh, I think I skipped those. Um, if nothing happens to stop me, huh, total reactivity. I'll succeed, I'll, I'll do it, I'll, I'll go do that in, unless something comes up. Something's always gonna come up. Seriously, something is always gonna come up. If I were younger, terrible excuse. If I could only do what I want, terrible excuse. If I'd been born rich, terrible excuse. If I could meet the right people, if I had the talent that some people have, you create talent. I, if I dared assert myself, if I only had embraced past opportunities, there's one right in front of you. Don't look back, look forward. If people didn't get on my nerves, if I didn't have to keep house and look after the children, get a housekeeper, do it in 15 minutes, stop complaining about it. If I could save some money, if the boss only appreciated me, totally giving away your power. If I only had somebody to help me, totally giving away your power. You, need, you do need help, okay? Everyone needs help. If my family understood me, 
You got to do it despite that. If I lived in a big city, well, the person in the big city says, if there wasn't so much competition, okay, totally an excuse. If I, were, uh, if I could just get started, you can. If I were only free, if I had the personality of some people, if I were not so fat, that is the biggest bullshit excuse ever. If my talents were known, you're responsible for that. If I could just get a break, if I could only get out of debt, if I hadn't failed, fail fast. If I only knew how, you do, you're just not allowing yourself to see. If everybody didn't oppose me, if I didn't have so many worries, you have the ability to choose whether you're gonna worry or not. If I could marry the right person, if people weren't dumb, if my family weren't so extravagant, if I were sure of myself, if luck were not against me, if I'd not been born under the wrong star, if it were not true that what is to be will be, if I did not have to work so hard, okay? If I hadn't lost my money, if I lived in a different neighborhood, if I didn't have a past, if I only had a business of my own, if other people would only listen to me, and this is the greatest of them all, if I had the courage to see myself as I really am, I would find out what is wrong with me and correct it. Then I might have a chance to profit by my mistakes and learn something from the experience of others. For I know that there's something wrong with me, or I would now be where I would have been if I had spent more time analyzing my witnesses and less time building alibis to cover them. So your alibis might be different, but that's a long list, and I'm sure you could relate to some of them. Stop lying to yourself, okay? It's a call to action. Stop lying to yourself. Love yourself enough that you stop lying to yourself. Love yourself enough because it's not the truth. It's a lie. It's conditioning. It's, it's, it's not the truth. And ignorance leads to doubt and worry. Doubt and worry leads to fear. Fear moves into the body and leads to anxiety. Anxiety gets suppressed, leads to depression, which causes disease and disintegration. We don't want that. You're trapped at all these points along the way. The antidote is knowledge because knowledge is what solves the problem of ignorance. So you must put yourself in an environment where you're learning, where you're creating new knowledge, where you're gathering new, new knowledge and eliminating ignorance. Teach yourself and your kids the real value of study, learning real knowledge, not just studying for the test. So someone was asking, how do you have faith in the unseen, right? The not yet manifested, the thing you haven't yet created. Well, you have to, under you have, to have the understanding and the knowledge the opposite of ignorance, and that leads to faith. Faith leads to expression, full expression, and expression leads to acceleration and ease. Both fear and faith are believing in the unseen. They are two sides of the same coin. It's believing in the unseen, the not yet created, the not yet happened. Okay, so the law of polarity says the opposite of ignorance is knowledge. When you start claiming your desires, your subconscious will start working to stop you. You're going to go into this denial phase, okay? It's going to be all the confusion comes up, okay? These are the things that come up for people. Who are you to want that? That's so greedy to want that. That's going to be too hard to achieve. That's going to take too long. I'm going to have to sacrifice something. It's true you have to sacrifice something, but it probably isn't what you're afraid to sacrifice. Maybe it is. Might as well stop now, okay? Your subconscious is gonna come up with distraction, overwhelm, procrastination, prioritizing other things. I'll do that next year, I'll do that later. I'll do that when the kids are grown. I'll do that when I have more time. I'll do that when that class is over. I'll do that when I have more money. I'll do that when 
um, I've already done this first. Okay, this is how denial works. You want something and then you instantly step into why you can't do it. And you come up with a reasonable excuse to stop because your subconscious is not going to find an excuse that you won't agree with. It's going to find an excuse that you will agree with. So it's going to seem reasonable and rational to you. That's what makes it so tricky to change. And it's so important that you recognize this pattern and choose in favor of what you want despite the stories that come up because the stories will come up. They will come up. You have to ask yourself, where am I stopping myself? Where am I saying it's not okay to have what I want? What is your excuse? What is your alibi? And instead, you have to go into this next phase, which is decide. And you want to decide quickly. You want to be a quick decider because if you decide quickly, the denial phase doesn't take hold. You've already decided. Now your subconscious is to go with you. Okay? Doesn't mean that it's easy peasy, lemon breezy. Okay, Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. He didn't say, I have a plan. I've saved 12 months of expenses. I'll do this when the world changes, when it's safe. Okay, he claimed his desire, his dream, and acted on it. He decided he was doing it. He did not say, when the world changes, I'll step forward as a leader. Okay, or when the world is safe, I'll step forward as a leader. He decided. Gandhi, decision came first. The action, the how, the plan, that came after the decision. Everyone wants the how. I want this. Show me the how before I decide I'm going to do it. Because I need to know the how before I decide it doesn't work that way, guys. Do you get that? It doesn't work that way. You decide first, and then the how comes in. You're playing it safe. You're trying to play it safe. You're trying to play the odds. Okay, remember that, that quote earlier. You have to decide first, and then the action and the, the plan comes after. Nothing happens until a decision is made. Decision is what sets everything in motion. Wishing and deciding are two different things. You can wish all day long, guys, all day long, but you must decide. That's a different thing. Deciding is saying, I'm doing this no matter what. I'm in. Procrastination kills ambition. It gets one into the habit of indecision, which causes failure. Practice making decisions clearly and promptly. Take care of the little questions that come up to you, and they will automatically take care of any of the big questions should they arise. This is a huge tip, you guys. Huge tip. Make the quick make the little make decisions on the little things as quickly as you can. Make decisions on the big things too as quickly as you can, but you will build your decision muscle. Okay? You have to say, this is a decision. I am not going back on this. I am decided this is happening until you get to that place, until you're, you're just in desire, okay? You need to make a decision and act 100% in accordance with that decision for spirit to start organizing what you need. So if you say, I've decided I'm going to uh, start this business, and then you start acting like you don't run a business, you, you've, you've stepped out of decision. You've stepped out of your clear decision. So you have to stay in that clarity. So what's behind your decisions? You need to be brave and courageous in the face of fear. Except it's not fearless, right? The fear does go away as you get used to this process, as you keep going. 
it's important to be in an environment with other women being uh, courageous and doing the work to reach their full potential. Super important, okay? Super important because if you're surrounded by an environment of people who, like Devin just said, that was a great lead into the slide actually, Devin, that like pe people who are saying, it's okay, it's fine, right? You will work to that level of it's fine, but that doesn't mean you'll get your desires, you'll get your goals achieved, okay? And you actually then start feeling regret, like you're not living full out. It does not work, okay? Yeah, there she is. I wanted to put this right after courage because one of Lindsay's biggest traits is courage. So can you share a little bit about like why courage is important to you and your first step of courage? I thought that was really powerful what you sh shared with me and like when you were like, I have to call this woman, like, and then how you've kept, kept up with the courage bit and like the big goals that you've achieved recently, which I freaking love. Okay. Okay. That's my lead up to you. Yeah. So, um, I'm a career coach for analytically minded people. I have an engineering degree, so it's unusual in the field where I work and courage is one of my biggest values. And I remember hearing about Amira that my immediate thought was Amira is too fancy to work with somebody like me. I'm just a little business owner. I haven't made that much yet. Um, in the year before I started working with Amira, I had made 55K. So really proud of that, but I felt like I was working so hard for it. So I had the call with Amira. I was like, you know what? I think she's too fancy for me and I'm going to talk to her because this is something that I do. When I get really freaked out by something, then I get on the phone. And as soon as I spoke with her, I was like, man, okay. Am I gonna believe in myself? Am I gonna say yes? Um, as many other people have echoed, it was the biggest investment I have ever made in my life, in myself, in my business. And I chose to fly across the country to meet with her in person. Because if I was going to invest and do the whole thing, I was going to do everything that seemed unreasonable. So I flew um, across the country. I'm in California for about 36 hours. And one of the things that stood out to me from that first meeting was she asked the question that she always asks, right? What is your juicy goal? What is your money goal? I said 300K, which feels like you know, the, the most money I could think of actually making myself. She wrote it up on the whiteboard and I immediately started crying. And it was just like that realization of, I don't know how to believe in myself, 300K worth. I don't believe in myself as a business owner at that level. And so that's kind of where we started. And I started working with Amira last July. So the year prior, I had made 55K. Um, the ending the year that I first started working with Amira, I made 74K. And then literally today, like I'm glad you spotlight me today um, because today is the day that I have just ticked over to receiving 100K in my business, 
like the payment came in this morning. <laughs> I was like, here we are. Like I booked it in October. It came in today. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Also, you used to work for Google. And one of the biggest things that you wanted to do was to actually replace your income, right? Like make more than you were making at Google. And how quickly did that happen? When did that happen earlier in the year? But I can't remember when that happened. That happened probably in August or September, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you feel about the 300K goal now? I feel great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, wow, I have such a different relationship to it of, okay, that's the next step. Like, I know what the tools are. I will keep taking action. 100K feels amazing having a 100K belief in myself. And so now it seems inevitable, exciting. Um, yeah, I'm just like, let's do it. Let's click over to the next year. Like, <laughs> I want another big goal. Um, yeah, it's feeling, feeling really good. It is inevitable. Okay. Because she claimed it. She was scared. She was scared. She was scared to be, she, she told me, she heard me on a podcast. She's like, I've got to work with that woman. Oh my God, she's too big for me, right? And then she's like, mm, okay, I'm going to set up the consult. I'm going to have the call. She had the call and she, she's intellectually minded. So I'm going through the logic with her, okay? And then she's like, okay, I'm going to do this. It wasn't without fear, but it was with courage. And that was a big thing for her. And then like, now it's like, it is inevitable, Lindsay. It's like, and it's going to happen faster than you ever thought possible. It's like, choo, 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 choo. so proud of you. So proud of you. And I'm not that scary. I swear. I, I'm not that scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scary in the good way of like yeah. calling you out on your dreams, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next step after decision is to expect it. You, you need desire and expectation. If you don't have, if you only have desire, but you don't expect it to happen, it won't, you won't call it in. You need to expect it. This is where belief comes in. Why? Sometimes I believed as many of, as six impossible things before breakfast. And you, you're like, I believed six impossible things before breakfast. You have to expect it to happen. You have to expect it to happen. You have to believe in the impossible. It's a poor sort of memory that only works backwards, says the white queen to Alice. You have to, you have to think about what you want. You have to expect what you want. And it's not just memory from the back. You have to go forward and remember, remember what you want. Remember what you expect. Where there is no demand, there will be no evidence of supply. You must expect it. Desire will put you in touch with the inner world of causes and connects you by invisible means with the substance of the thing desired. Then continuous expectation is necessary to bring it into a reality in your life. I have the slide in twice. It's really important. Okay. Continuous expectation, not sometimes expectation, not in the mornings, but not in the evenings, not on Wednesdays, but not on Fridays, continuous expectation. Do you sometimes expect it to happen and sometimes not hold yourself to higher standard? This is a practice. This is about managing your mind. This is about managing your thinking. This is about making choices 
to what you want. Why am I expecting the thing I don't want to have happen instead of the thing I do want to have happen? That is a choice. And we're not trained to think that way. But ordered thinking requires that you have continuous expectation of what you actually want. And setting a higher goal raises your level of awareness and your mind starts searching for the, the answers, the ways and the means. And the universe meets you halfway. The universe is always for more life and more growth, never for disintegration. Heaven is our natural state. It's not like the world is working against you. This challenge that's right in front of you, this is for more life and more growth, but you have to change your attitude and see it that way. You have to expect that. You have to expect the challenge and expect that this is for more growth. Desire has fulfillment for its correlative. The desire and its fulfillment are bound together as cause and effect. And when we realize the law of their sequence, we shall be more than ever impressed with the supreme importance of desire as the great center of life. Much like the pull of gravitation in the physical realm, expectation is the drawing force of the mind which acts in the invisible realm. Expectation draws it in. It's part of the manifestation process. You have to believe and expect that it's going to happen. That's what calls it in from the unseen to the seen. So you recognize when you're expecting something else, but don't beat yourself up about it. Guilt and shame don't work, okay? That keeps you stuck at the same level. So if you, if you find yourself going, oh my God, I'm, I'm stuck in the worry, doubt, and fear, you have to say, I'm not available for that. I'm going to expect what I want. If you want new, 10 new clients, but you expect it to be hard, no one's going to schedule calls with you. They'll say no and have it generally be really challenging to do that. Those are all negative expectations that you're holding, and they don't align with what you want. Now you're at cross purposes. You have to keep your expectation clear. Then you have to stay open to receiving. And what are you going to receive? Is the money going to fall from the sky? Oh, no, sorry. It's not, it doesn't work that way. It's the ways and the means that you have to stay open to. There's an opportunity in front of you that you have to say yes to. There's a new attitude that you have to, say, to take to say yes to. Are you in your money story? Your old money story, are you going to step into a new way of being? Are you open to, to receive the help? Are you open to receiving the ways and the means? Are you open to receiving the guidance? Relax with confidence. In order to be open, you can't be panicked. Okay, you can't be in that crazy overwhelmed place. To build confidence, you must let go of past mistakes and focus on past wins. This requires forgiveness. It's part of our accountability process. Okay, so you have to stay open to guidance from spirit, financial reward, small little blessings throughout the day. Are you in appreciation of them? Stay open to that. Generosity from your friend, our friends and family, lessons that we need to learn. You have to stay open. This is about stepping into your feminine and receiving. We must stay open to the guidance that spirit is always giving us and act on that immediately and directly. So again, quick decisions. So opening, surrendering, trusting, and receiving energy is very feminine. You have to step into your feminine. Action. Okay, guys, rubber meets the road here. You, you can listen to me teach. You can build your knowledge. But if you're not taking action, nothing changes. You must take a different kind of action here to get different results. And action is a bomb. If you're in overwhelm, it gets you out of inertia and paralysis. You must move on the dream. This means you must leave the cover, the safety that goes with merely wishing for something. You must place your trust in action. 
Make your move before you're ready. Enough of the getting ready to get ready to get ready. You'll never be ready. None of my clients are ready, okay? You're never ready. Make your move before you're ready. The idea that you need to be ready is stalling you out. It's a lie. You become ready by taking the action. Universe, God, spirit, source acts through you. It is deductive. It can't do for you. It can only do it through you, which means you have to take action. Action does not need to mean overwhelm, and it doesn't need to mean spin out, okay? Because sometimes people are like, I'm working so hard already. I'm taking a ton of action, okay? It's, it's the right kind of action. It's the move the needle action. You want to have a great attitude about everything you're doing so that it's efficient, it's fun, you're getting things done quickly, you can move faster than you ever thought possible. It doesn't have to take a lot of time unless you're in the guilt and the shame or the resistance around it, and then you're not being efficient. To be efficient, you need to let go of the stories that make it hard. We want to be very conscious and very spirit-driven in terms of our action. So consciousness, okay, we want to be conscious of the decisions we're making, the conscious of the actions we're taking. And when I say spirit-driven, I mean your intuitive guidance that when you get out of your own way, you have clear and clean access to, and you want to act on those kinds of decisions. Now, I talk a lot about three kinds of action, massive action, immediate action, and consistent action. And there's a great acronym for this so that you can remember it, like a mic that amplifies your life. Massive for M, immediate for I, C, uh, uh, consistent for C. So massive action, that, those are the big decisions, okay? Those are the big things that you do. That's the big step. Immediate action is the, it's doing it right now, not overthinking it, making the decision, go, 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 okay? And then consistent action. You have to do the thing. You have to change, to change your habits, you have to consistently change them. You have to consistently take the actions that are, are the causes that give you the effect that you want. So it's not one and done, okay? If you're not getting guidance on what to do next, you're in some sort of denial. So this is the spirit guidance that I was talking to you about. So if you, if you don't hear intuitively what your next step is, what you need to do, you're in some sort of denial. And that denial can be that, that core um, subconscious programming that has been there since you were a little kid. So it's very deeply ingrained denial that's cutting you off from knowing what your absolute next step is, what to do next. So you have to build that capacity and that requires letting go of the old beliefs and reprogramming yourself, okay? So that you're not in the denial. The answer always precedes the question. The answer and the question are two sides of the same thing. They're not separate. They're the same, they're connected. So the answer is always there. If you have a question, the answer is always there. But if you're not seeing it, you're in some sort of denial. The solution precedes the problem, same thing. Get out of any sort of denial phase so that you can hear the answer and then act on it quickly. When you haven't identified your blind spots, you cannot see the forest for the trees. So a blind spot by definition is something that you are blind to. You don't know what your double bind is. You don't know what loyalty pack is holding you back. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know the, the belief that you're holding that is at it is an untruth that is keeping you from moving forward. You are blind to it by definition, okay? And it's very challenging. 
I'm gonna move on to choosing. We've already talked about choice as your greatest power. Do you wish positively, but think negatively? We talked about this a little bit already. You must choose to wish positively and think positively. You have to be more courageous than you think you are in order to become the person who does the thing. We are constantly faced with choices in our lives and businesses. What are you going to choose? Like you, you have to constantly think, what am I choosing here? What am I choosing here? Is this choice gonna get me my bigger goal or is this choice gonna just get me my safe, not, I'm, I don't wanna be in conflict with the people around me goal, right? Like it's just a simple example there. Are you going to choose to stay in alignment with your desire or are you gonna choose to step into negative faith and say that you can't have what you want? Are you gonna to choose to act or are you gonna to choose to be in resistance? These are all examples of choices. Are you going to choose to create a negative story about what's happening? This is so bad, this is so awful. I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so overworked, I'm so exhausted. Or are you going to choose to create a positive story about what's happening? I've committed to my business. I know that I need to put in the effort right now and be persistent. I know that if I change these three things, which I'm in the act of doing, it will get easier. Okay, what is the, what is the story that you're telling yourself? Are you choosing out of fear of what other people are gonna think? That is very outside driven. That's very scarcity fear driven, right? Whether they, they'll like it or how they'll react. What happens when you get triggered? Because it happens. And then you've been thrown out of heaven. Everything just is. What are you going to choose to look at? What are you going to choose to see? You're going to choose to see what you want or what you don't want. Greatest power, power to choose. Okay. Then you have to be unstoppable. It doesn't stop you guys. You don't get there and go, oh, phew, I'm done with growth. I'm done. I'm all there. There's nothing better for me. No. You don't just go after your first level desire. You always have more. This is why desire is there. This is why desire is causative. Like the universe is set up this way. It's saying, want more. It's going to cause you to get, to move into your purpose, to grow into more. It will cause you to do the things where you will be of greatest service to the world. You always have more that you're going for. Do not stop. You must stay unstoppable by staying in the manifestation matrix at all times. When you go into that denial phase, you need to understand how to get out of it. So it just keeps getting better and better. Now, this does not mean that you wanna say where you are now is terrible. You wanna appreciate where you are and still go for more. Don't lie to yourself. And what I meant here is like, don't tell yourself it's all good. We're human, we are designed to want. This is our guidance system. It shows you where you to go. Before you achieve your pre previous goal, you wanna have your new goal in place. This keeps you in momentum. Whether this is a fitness goal, a relationship goal, an income goal, you always wanna know what your next level is. So that is the full manifestation matrix. You will move between the different steps depending on what you're going for and where you're at. What's one next step you need to take? And again, that made, it's a matrix. It doesn't need to be the next step along the circle. It could be, you could jump. Okay, where are you in the manifestation matrix? Are you in desire? Are you in denial? Are you in decision? Are you in expectation? Open, act, choose, unstoppable. Like, where are you? And what would be your next move? Hey there, unstoppable woman. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that episode. I often hear, how do you make a quantum leap? 
how do I get out of my own way and execute at the highest level? As a high achiever, you know that hard work is part of the picture, but there's something more. And that's what I want to teach you at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. This is three days immersive with me. I'm going to be teaching you what it took for me to go from 138K a year to 700K in one year as a solo entrepreneur. That's a five times quantum leap in income. And I've helped so many clients do similar things, and I would love to help you do that as well. We are going to be working on your marketing. We're going to be working on your mindset. So it's a bulletproof mindset so that you can do what you want to do in this world. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business faster than you ever thought possible. So please, if this is what you want, do not miss this. Join us November 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. You can find out more at joinamiralive.com. That's joinamiralive.com. Go buy your ticket now, and I can't wait to see you there. 